Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well. Excellent. Welcome to Friday. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Very short week. I'm very, I'd, I'd be very happy to be anywhere. Why? Well, it's better than not being anywhere. I guess, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know what that means, but, <laughs> but we have a lot of news today on this Friday. Yes, we do. All right, so let's start. Central Florida Children's Hospitals have gotten some Disney magic. That's right. From the Disney Parks blog, they had mentioned last year that they were going to be uh, putting a little more magic into three Central Florida Children's Hospitals, and they did so at the Advent Health for Children, Arnold Palmer Hospital for Children, and Nemours Children's Hospital. Um, They have brought in um, some transformed spaces to make the patient experience a lot more friendly and a lot more uh, magical for children. So they've brought in some technology. They brought in some art. um, They've just changed the environment. They have uh, created interactive, whimsical installations and technology that brings characters and treasured Disney stories to life. Um, These three hospitals are just part of Disney's $100 million plan to reimagine the patient experience in Children's Hospital and to grant every eligible Disney wish globally. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, it's in these times when they are not making money. Right. They're uh, still giving back to the They're still committed to uh, making wishes come true. That's awesome. All right. Uh, Nuimo plush have come to the U.S. What's a Nuimo plush? That's right. Now, Nuimo is, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that's the pronunciation because N- I don't have a good pronunciation. N-U-I-M-O. N-U-I-M-O. Um, this is a fad that started in Japan and China and Hong Kong, and now it is making their way worldwide to Disney parks, uh, specifically the U.S. and Europe, beginning on January 19th on ShopDisney.com or ShopDisney co.uk and at Disney stores around the Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland. Okay. Uh, Nuimos are um, plush. They're miniature plush. Uh, the name Nuimo is a blend of the Japanese word Nuigurumi, meaning plush, and Moderu, meaning model. So these plush characters are meant to be an extension of oneself with the flexibility to change their looks to suit their unique personality and taste. They can do a wide variety of poses, and they have a wide variety of outfits that they can be uh, that they can be placed in. So essentially, think of them as little plush pocket-sized Barbie dolls. Right. All right. Uh, and they're going to be, you know, what this world needs is more plush. Uh, you know, they're kind of like a build a bear sort of situation. Kind of. Yeah. You know, with the outfits and and all that kind of thing. Yeah, they're you know maybe two hands big, I guess, about that size. Um, they're working with celebrity stylist Maeve Riley, who has created four signature looks from Mickey and Minnie by mixing and matching clothing and accessories from new lines. Cool. That's going to be a whole thing that's going to be these big displays now. Yep. Uh, but that's fun. Yep. I guess, the, will this replace the wishables? I don't even really know what those are. I don't know. What What are the other ones? That, what were the little round ones? Oh, like zoom zooms or something. Zoo, zoo, uh, Juju's zoo, 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 zoo. They're like zoom zooms. Okay. Anyway. Whatever. Um, more, oh. more things we won't buy. Yeah. I mean, it's not really our, the age of our children anymore. No. Uh, the new Spice Road table small plates menu has been released. That's right. They are now uh, offering small plates and sips for you to enjoy al fresco or in their dining room. Uh, their new menu has been released. Um, in the Morocco Pavilion. 
Uh, they have hummus fries with citrus chipotle and preserved lemon, pomegranate chili crispy cauliflower, fried calamari, grilled lamb kefta, non spreads, spicy shrimp, uh, tiro pitakia, which is a cheese filled phyllo with cucumber tomato relish, dolmas, uh, spiced chicken, and a road table sampler. They also have a wide assortment of Mediterranean beer and wine and many other specialty beverages. So if you're in the Morocco Pavilion, uh, you can check out their new offerings. Sounds very nice. Yeah. Uh, and so this next bit of news is huge news. Uh, there's uh, Last show we had huge news. Now there's more huge news. There's a lot going on um, in the Disney parks with the way things are being run. Uh, this one, uh, Disneyland has announced that the annual passport program uh, has been canceled. Now that's just for Disneyland. Yes. For now. Right. Although they're not selling annual passes for Disney World. Right now, yeah, and though they haven't started since right. the pandemic. So there was an announce from, announcement from Ken Potrock, who is the president of Disneyland Resort. Uh, so to summarize it, he thanked the annual pass holders for their understanding during the closure. And he says due to the uncertainty around the pandemic and limitations around reopening the California parks, um, they are sunsetting the current annual resort passport program. Uh, they will be issuing appropriate refunds. But don't fear, they will be developing new membership offerings that will utilize consumer insights to deliver choice, flexibility, and value for our biggest fans. Now, what does that mean? That means they will probably find a way to charge more and give you less in terms mm -hmm. of benefits. <laughs> um, and this also comes into play with the uh, Premier Passport. The Premier Passport allows you to have an annual pass for both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Um, and the Premier Passport... Uh, obviously, you're not going to get the California component anymore. So they will be prorating a refund for the Disneyland component. All right. Which yeah. is going to have to go back pretty far because Disneyland hasn't been open for quite a while. Right. So Premier Passports are going to remain active through March 31st, um, but they will be canceled immediately thereafter. Um, so there's all sorts of uh, calculations and formulas to determine your refund. Uh, but if you were an annual pass holder when the parks closed uh, last March 14th, um, you do get a 30% discount on all merchandise from Monday, January 18th through February 25th. Isn't that a great deal? Right. Only on weekdays. Only on weekdays <laughs> at Disney locations, and it is not uh, valid on previous purchases. Yeah, and there's not that many Disney locations to choose from. So we like you. We appreciate your business. Um, but you can only have anything that applies in this small box. Yeah, and that is a really bad consolation prize. Right. Uh, at Downtown Disney in California, Sprinkles has closed. Um, temporarily. Okay. We hope. Mm -hmm. um, they had been closed when the pandemic first broke. Then they reopened in mid-September. And <laughs> they have now shut their doors. Um, you know, Sprinkles offers freshly baked cookies and cupcakes, and it is known as the first uh, world's first cupcake bakery, according to the Food Network. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, they have closed. Uh, if you go to the corporate website, it just says they are closed temporarily. All right. So yeah, uh, open, closed, open, closed. It's got to be hard. They, they can't be seeing all that much business right now. Right. Uh, over in Disney World at the monorail, they have been they have installed what I would call divider booths. They're weird. Yeah, it's uh, new plastic dividers. Um, they started out putting vinyl dividers between the cabins so right. that the cabins were split in half. And now they have put in plastic dividers on the seats 
to form smaller subsections of the seats for more guests to sit in. Um, you know, when we were there this past weekend, we were in with uh, our party of four, which was seated in, on one bench. And then the opposite bench had the other party, which was a party of one. Right. So they were just putting parties of, I think, like maybe up to five. Right. Uh, just on one bench. And then across from you would be another party. Right. So now each section of the cabin can be divided into four sections. Uh, each of those sections is uh, able to seat two adults. So if you have a party of four, you're in two cubicles. It's and, so And the cubicles looking. are separated from each other and... They have yeah, a it's front really to them. That's what's weird. So it's not just like a divider that divides the seats so that you're not sitting directly next to somebody. It actually has a front to it. So there's a little space to like get in between to sit, you know, to get into the little booth area. And then there's plastic and there's, there's plexiglass in front of you. And it's not see-through. No, it's, uh, it's opaque. kind of opaque. Yeah. yeah, it's very, very odd. Yeah. It's like a little phone booth. <laughs> and it's it's secured using zip ties and it's just, you know, it's jerry-rigged. Um, but it didn't look jerry rigged. I mean, it looked like it was well done, but it's just very it's odd. Still, it's zip ties. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I can't see the zip ties in the little picture, but you know, it just it allows them to put more people in the monorails, and you know, it just it leads me to believe that they're going to bump up the capacity, which they've got to do at some point. They've been trying, but when we were just there, there was no one there. No, I mean, it was busy when we went in November. Like, you know, during the Christmas season, so no, right was, after Thanksgiving. December. Right. Okay. It was December, um, early December. It was, it was busy, but was. going now this past week, it was dead. There was just nobody there. Right. So I don't know what they're <laughs> so worried about capacity. I think by the time there's going to be a lot of people there again, I, I think that won't be such an issue. You know, everybody's getting this vaccine and, you know, especially if people are still wearing masks, right. I don't see why they're going to need to really have these these dividers. I don't know. There's going to be a huge pile of plexiglass somewhere that is just like, hopefully they can figure out how to recycle plexiglass. Right. Because if they're throwing it out, our landfills are going to be full. Yeah. So right now, uh, these new dividers are only on the express monorail line with monorail green and monorail black, uh, about halfway outfitted with these new sections. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's have an update on the progress at the Poly. All right, so we know that the poly is under, the, the great ceremonial house is under construction. Um, the walkway to the monorail station is completely gone. So there was a walkway that connected to the second floor of the ceremonial house. That has been completely ripped down. The monorail station is now a freestanding structure, <laughs> uh, which really looks weird. Um, the social distancing measures in place at Kona Cafe, they have every, they're using every other table. Um, but since there's nobody upstairs and the walkway that leads to the monorail platform is not being utilized, they have put tables out there. Interesting. So there are now tables up in that little section. Because they must not be using that little, like, stand, the coffee right, stand. Right, the sushi, had... the sushi bar. No, that's not what That's where about. they do the su sushi and the coffee. They do? Yeah. I saw they have a bakery case, but they have mm -hmm. sushi? Mm -hmm. Okay, if you say so. They do. Uh, yeah, they're not using that. Um but, you know, they've, they've started peeling back some of the tarps that were uh, obscuring the windows uh, and the doors because you can, you know, they're still using the ceremonial house because that's where Kona Cafe is. Right. Um, and that's also where the Tambu Lounge is. So they are allowing you in, but you have to go in through a side door uh, to get into the building. And then, you know, like I said, they've started taking the tarps off. 
So uh, the old beams have been removed. Um, they put up less of these cross beams, and that is allowing more natural light into the lobby, okay. which is part of the reasoning of why they did it, to make it a brighter space. That makes sense. It was a little bit of a dark space. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Disney Springs, Gideon's Bakery reopened uh, today, which is Thursday. Of course, because we left on Tuesday. As I told you, I think that uh, it was Gideon's Bakery or Everglades. There was no way we were going to be able to eat both. So. Well, I was happy with the Everglades choice. It was good, yes. Although I would like a half-pound cookie. <laughs> Who wouldn't? So um, they have opened their doors today, and uh, today is Thursday. Um, they say they are not 100% yet. They want you to excuse the dust as they update and repair. Um, but they are on track to have their grand opening on Saturday, January 16th. Are they giving away free cookies? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> no, but they have announced that some of their seasonal cookies, such as Frankenstein and Santa's White Christmas, will only be available on Saturday. Um, but they have raised their purchase limit from six to ten cookies. All right. Maybe they uh, weren't that overwhelmingly busy during the soft opening. Maybe. Okay. Uh, where are we here? The M&M store. The yellow facade is now complete. That is the entire story. That's it. We uh, saw it. It well, looked yellow. It did. The yellow facade is ready. They, uh, the rest of the building is ready to receive the nine M&M uh, sculptures, I guess, on the front of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big red M&M sign. So uh, those wires are in place. The supports are in place. So hopefully... Um, you know, it's going to open up at some point this year. Very good. Um, Adventures by Disney has announced dedicated expedition cruises. That's right. This is a first. Um, Disney is going to, Adventures by Disney has created two new expedition cruises. The first one is a voyage to Antarctica, which will begin sailing in late 2021. And then in 2022, it will be a voyage to the Galapagos Island. Um, these are family-focused trips curated by Disney's travel experts, and um, the 12-day, 11-night Antarctica and Patagonia expedition cruises will be sailing with Ponant, who is a leader in luxury polar expeditions. Huh. So it will not be a Disney cruise ship. It will be one of these smaller uh, expedition-type ships. Uh, with the with the introduction of this Antarctic uh, expedition. Adventures by Disney now offers experiences on all seven continents. Cool. Which is uh, pretty neat. Yeah. Um, so, uh, the, you know, the, the Galapagos Islands adventure is a nine-day, eight-night sailing aboard a boutique expedition ship, the Galapagos Legend. Uh, they will have three different routes. So, uh, you know, if you're interested, uh, check it out. Uh, they're even doing for 2022 a specialty National Geographic photography sailing uh, along the Seine River in France. Uh, and that's going to be with AMA Waterways, who are a premier luxury river cruise line. The Galapagos Island one sounds amazing. It and does. if we win Powerball, mm-hmm. we're going to go swim with those turtles. That's right. We're going to go right. see the big turtles. Duly noted. All right. Uh, Chris Evans, he had said that maybe he was done being Captain America, but uh, his tune has changed and he's going to be returning to the Marvel Universe as Captain America. Well, he was done. He hung up the shield. The official announcement was out uh, on his last day of filming for Endgame. Um, but I guess Chris Evans has a mortgage to pay. <laughs> because rumor rumor is that he is in talks to reprise the role of Captain America. Um, even though, uh, you know, he has given the shield to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. 
Um, uh, he's going to be back in some capacity. There, there will not be any Captain America movies um, per se, but it, he will kind of be in a movie as a supporting character. Okay. So we don't know what films. We don't know if it's Marvel uh, Phase 3 or Phase 5. I'm sorry, Phase 4 or Phase 5. But it uh, looks like he'll be back. Okay, cool. Uh, the Muppets has some major announcement that's going to be coming soon, but we don't know what it is. So we don't know what it I'm is. I'm not totally sure why it's a story. <laughs> well, they just the official Muppets Twitter account oh. has teased an upcoming major and important Muppet announcement. Oh, my goodness. What is it? I don't know. We have no idea. Well, when we find out, you all will be the first to know. Yeah. Do you know it's been six years since Muppets, seven years since Muppet Most Muppets Most Wanted came out? I didn't. We didn't see that one because the first one was so good with um, with Walter. And then Muppets Most Wanted just didn't do I'm, it for me. No, I'm not a Muppets person. No? No. I, I want to like them. I liked them when I was a kid. I liked, you know, the old school stuff in like, what, the 80s? It must have been the early 80s mm-hmm. that I watched it. Um, I loved it then. And, and you probably liked Muppet Babies. I did like Muppet Babies. Okay. Yeah, for the time it was good, but... Stuff now, like especially the movies, I can't sit through those. Okay. Yeah. But whatever this is, I, I do like, I haven't managed to see the uh, Muppets pop out at Liberty Square. Is that mm-hmm. where they are? I have, We haven't managed to see that, but that kind of thing is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the Muppets, the little uh, feature that they do in Muppets Hollywood 3D. Studios. But again, it's I've seen it so many times. That's, you know, that's right. getting old too. So Well, I'm getting old. So let's hope the major announcement isn't that they're shutting down the theater there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Hopefully it's something good where you're going to see a little bit more Muppets. Um, Talking about bringing things back from uh, my childhood, the Doogie Howser reboot is coming. That is true. Doogie Howser is being rebooted on Disney+. And do you know who it's going to star? No. Peyton Elizabeth Lee, who you may remember from Disney uh, Disney Channel's Andy Mack show. Mm. Uh, the new reboot is going to be called Doogie Kamealoha, MD, um, and it will focus on Lahela Doogie Kamealoha, uh, who is a mixed-race 16-year-old girl who works as a doctor in Hawaii. Uh, it's going to be a 10-episode, half-hour comedy that features uh, Doogie as she juggles a budding medical career and life as a teenager. Um, it will include her spitfire Irish mother, who's also her supervisor at the hospital, and her Hawaiian local boy father struggling to accept that his daughter is no longer his little girl. I have a couple of problems with this. Yeah, this sounds pretty bad. Yeah. First of all, Doogie Hauser is not a comedy. Right. Thank you very much. And two, I don't like her. <laughs> is that just because you cruised with her? We did. And she wasn't all that nice. No. All right. Let's see. Where are we now? Uh, oh, let's talk about Stitch. All we talk about is plush. Well, we had one more One more. Uh, Entertainment story. Oh, that's right. And The Mandalorian, uh, in the month of December, beat The Office as the most watched streaming series in the United States. I was watching both. You you were. The Mandalorian was watched for a total of 1.336 billion minutes between December 14th and December 20th. And that is the week that the season finale uh, debuted. This is the first time the show has topped Nielsen's weekly list of most watched streaming titles, And it's even more impressive when you consider that it is just 16 episodes compared to The Office, which has close to 200. Yeah, but The Office has been done for a very long time. That is true. Don't knock The Office. But it's still a big deal for uh, 
The Mandalorian. Okay. Now can we talk about yes. the super exciting Stitch plush? That's right. Stitch crashes Disney. We mentioned it uh, earlier this week, or maybe late last week. We talked about the January offering, which was a mashup of Stitch and the Beauty and the Beast. And Cheryl admitted to actually liking the design. I did. Yeah, it was cute. Well, the February offering, which will debut on the third Saturday of the month, um, is a tribute to the 60th anniversary of Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Stitch will be covered in pasta and meatballs, with uh, along with the pattern of the tablecloth from Tony's Restaurant. And as I turn the uh, iPad towards Cheryl so she can see this uh, monstrosity, as I like to call it, because I know she will not like this. I don't hate it. They're different than I thought they would be, just in general. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't know, they're cuter than I thought they would be. Wow. I don't like that one nearly as much as I like the first one, but they're okay. not terrible. All right. Well, good thing I'm getting these for you then. No, I don't want them. Oh, all right. I don't want any more stuff. I have too much stuff. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah, here we go. Um, the Disney Imagineer Kevin Rafferty's retirement has been announced. Yeah, Kevin Rafferty, um, his retirement was announced by Zach Ridley, who is now the uh, Instagram face of Imagineering. Uh, Rafferty has been involved with the Disney company as an Imagineer for 42 years. So between him and Joe Rohde, uh, that's 82 years of Imagineering uh, experience that has left within the past couple of, of, of weeks. Mm. Um, he is responsible most recently for the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Cool. So, you know, right up until the end, he was putting in the hours and yes. coming up with ideas. Same and- with Joe Rohde. I think that if you're one of the good, if you're a good Imagineer, well, maybe they're all good. I don't know. Right. Um, yeah, you're working hard all the time. And maybe that's why they retire on the early side, because it's a lot. Well, you know, they must early. Be. It's 42 years. The guy's got to yeah, be in his mid 60s. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of people don't you know if they do what they love. They'll work do until their 70s. OK. Um, and Joe Rohde isn't that old. He's like 65. Is he? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, it's early to me since we can't retire until we're like 80. I'm going to die at work. <laughs> it's because we keep taking these Disney trips. All right. Uh, Universal News. Universal has released details on Mardi Gras. That's right. In 2021, they will celebrate Mardi Gras 2021, International Flavors of Carnival, sponsored by Advent Health. No, it's not sponsored by Advent Health. Um, But they will now feature authentic cuisine. Uh, It will be the first ever dynamic celebration of flavor and entertainment. And this will run from Saturday, February 6th through Sunday, March 28th. You will be able to uh, taste over 70 delectable dishes and beverages from 13 locations around the globe. Um, You're also going to be able to get up close and personal with Mardi Gras floats stationed throughout the theme park. And they will have a big, easy bash in the streets with energetic dancers and still performers in extraordinary costumes. Uh, There will be, of course, bead throwing and a Mardi Gras tribute store stocked with merchandise. Um, So... That's the news. It's it's kind of like uh, it's like a little version of Epcot. They're gonna pull food from a whole bunch of different countries. And All right. Wasn't SeaWorld doing a Mardi Gras thing too? I believe they were. Yeah. All right. And then Super Nintendo World, which is opening in Japan, has had that opening postponed due to COVID. Yeah. The uh, Universal Studios Japan, because of the state of emergency in the Kansai area, which includes Osaka, where the Super Nintendo World is located, has been postponed. 
that was originally scheduled for uh, February 4th, but the state of emergency is declared uh, through at least February 7th. And, um, you know, in, in uh, including that state of emergency, both Disney and Universal Studios has limited capacity to 5,000 guests per day during the emergency. Uh, so they will announce a new opening date once the state of emergency has been lifted. All right. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's uh, that's the news. Any Anything else? That's all I have today. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.